The following program was produced by Community Producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the Community Producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148. My name is Mike Sharon, and we are back after a, a six-month hiatus. It is Wednesday, April 7th. Uh, we are actually taping uh, earlier tonight. We used to go live, but uh, the new hour's down here because of the COVID uh, regulations and whatnot. Uh, so we have to do live to tape. So we are not live, but we will be in programming this Saturday and Sunday. And we're back with a great show. Um, uh, someone I'm pleased to have on who's been on the show uh, numerous times in the past, mm-hmm. um, the inimitable, the <laughs> incomparable, Malden Musings own, and uh, proud to call my friend Mr. Peter Levine. Welcome well, to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Michael. Ah, thank you. you. Yes. <laughs> Channeling my inner little, Elvis. Thank you. A little Elvis. A little Elvis. Yes, you can never have enough Elvis. Thank you, Michael. For, I feel very honored to be on your first show. First so, show back. Yeah, your first yeah. show back. So, yeah. you know, I really um, appreciate it. Uh, it's my pleasure. You were uh, the first three I called couldn't make it, but uh, <laughs> kidding. We just because we were friends. You son of a gun. We you. go way back. You. Uh, no, it's it's an honor to have you on. You've been on Thanks. in the past. Uh, yes, it's been a while have. though. Yeah, it's been a while. I think the last time you, me, and your brother Gary had a blast honoring Muhammad Ali. Oh, was it that far the, back? Yes, it oh. was that far back. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot of fun that night. We had a lot of laughs. To this day, my favorite show, 02148 show. Of course, uh, huge Muhammad Ali fans, and it was just a few days after he had passed back in 2016, I believe. Believe it or not. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's going on five years since he's been gone. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That sounds right. Um, Yeah, it was just, uh, that was just a, a very memorable night, very comfortable, and yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for that phone to ring for. Five years now. Well, uh, full disclosure: when I do invite you on, it's it's in hopes that I'd actually be mentioned in Malden music. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been called a, the Sharon lover. I've mentioned the Sharons more uh, of my calls. My, my brother hasn't put out a record in twelve years, and he's in there every other week. <laughs> People tell me no more Char- no more Gary Sharon, no more Edgeworth, and no more Joe Levine. Right? Uh, no, actually, let's talk about Malden musings first. Of- and first of all, tonight, uh, Peter and I uh, talked a little bit uh, earlier this week, and, and we're going to share. Uh, uh, we have many things in common, folks. We go way back. Yeah. Obviously, our families go back over 40, 45 mm. years. Wow, is that yeah. something like that? We're sure, talking about the years 70s. go by. But one of the things we share is our love for the iconic. Columbo, Mr. Peter Falk in the Columbo series. So we thought we'd chat a little about 
a little bit about that tonight as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to that. But Paul, uh, first of all, first of all, how you been? Did I even ask Good. you that? No, you too? didn't even ask me, Michael. And uh, strange yeah. times we live in. Strange times. So I've been well. My family's been well. Thank you. Um, uh, my dad is fine, ninety years old. And oh, I God still, bless him. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And I still wouldn't mess with him. No, feisty as ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody's healthy in the family, and yep, things have we've weathered this, you know, as best we could. And, yes, you know, I, I lost, I, I lost preacher Jack to COVID, yeah. uh, so this is real to me. Sure, I don't take it uh, lightly, and no, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Uh, shout out to the preacher, great, uh, Thanks, entertainer. Yeah, great entertainer. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you worked with him for many years. Managed, him. yeah, I had him for like eight. I uh, let me see, I. Uh, uh, managed slash babysat him for probably eight, nine years. Uh, one thing that I've been telling people since his passing is that, you know, he brought so much joy into people's lives with his playing. You know, he's a quirky guy, and, you know, he had many different sides to him, but I think we should all just remember the good times we had when, oh, when, when we saw Jack yeah. and the light he brought into our lives. and. Yeah, yeah, he was he was quite a guy, quite a character. The Blue Star, Blue Star. There's many other places. Yeah, but, this yeah. Is Blue Star is where you and I, that's and, right. You know, and our crew met him for the first time in 1990. Never forget, we uh, every Sunday night we'd show up at the Blue Star and and be amazed at this crazy man on stage. Yeah, him and uh, Sweet Ray Burnett and Paul Hurricane oh, yeah, Haven. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Ray passed away uh, a couple of years ago, but Paul's still around. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, and years later, you you, you didn't even foresee that, did you? That you'd be no. managing? Uh, no, did preacher? not foresee. <laughs> did not foresee that. And uh, it fell into my lap. His manager uh, moved to uh, at the time uh, moved to Memphis, Tennessee, to pursue his uh, his career. It got dropped into my lap and uh, started out uh, slow, and then I took over completely. Yeah, and uh, yeah, took over all his bookings, and yeah. It's quite a trip. Frank's. Frank's big, Steakhouse, yeah. seven years. Steak, Frank's Steakhouse, seven years. Um, let me see. Uh, what other residences did he, residencies did he have? Um, he was doing, uh, you know, he had many residencies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Many, many books. Oh, yeah. Too and, many to. And the uh, stories. And, uh, yeah, he was oh. a phenomenal. He's just a phenomenal uh, musician, brilliant genius musician, entertainer, storyteller. Uh, self-taught michael yeah you know and incredible and, and, and one of the most tragic parts of his life was he was asked to leave brown junior high school as as an eighth grader he was hyperactive in those days i guess early 50s you just asked the student to leave you did not address the underlying issues of whatever it Correct. was right and so he quit school in the eighth grade wow uh yeah and he became self-taught piano player and just an amazing an amazing transformation in his transformation in his life um to become the entertainer to work at something you love your whole life granted he didn't make a lot of money but he enjoyed every second of the 55 plus years he was in music yeah yeah just huh. Yeah, that, uh, for those under thirty, Brown Junior High was a junior high school here in in <laughs> Malden. Right, it was. That's right. My mom actually taught there. So uh, no, I'm glad you got to uh, say a few words about. Uh, oh, thanks. Forgot about that. Uh, speaking of your mom, you, uh, so your mom taught there, which I didn't know. 
Didn't she actually, when it became the uh, assisted living, did she live there for a while? She did. She went, uh, she went to live there when my grandmother had to go there. She oh. was able to live with her. Uh huh. Okay. So, yeah. Your, your grandmother, she, Rocky. Right. An, <laughs> an amazing person. Yes. yes. You talk about The Rock. Yes. Yes. Never forget her. Yeah. 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 Um, Quite a lot person. of great memories. Yeah. Am I going gonna, gonna to tear you up tonight? <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> Before the show, I said, Peter, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be Barbara Walters and tear you up. Here he is <laughs> going at my mother and grandmother. <laughs> How dare you? Go at you first. Um. Yeah. No. Good stuff, uh, Preacher Jack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like rest in memories. peace, my yes, friend. First absolutely. one that he, he called you brother. Called right? me brother. Yeah. Then, then when I started booking him, I became Saint. Saint, Saint Peter Levine. That's right. <laughs> right. Right. Pam became uh, sister. Just, yes. Gary became brother. Gary Sharon. Yes. What I, was your Monica? I don't seem to remember. Just brother Michael. Just brother Michael. Just brother Michael. Just brother Michael. Just brother yeah. Michael. yeah. Okay. I just right. remember you yelling, closer walk with me. <laughs> you yelling out your requests uh, from the back of the blue star. Uh, and he, and yeah. he would never disappoint. Good memories. Yeah. Um, Malden Musings, how long have you been doing this? Uh, are you still doing it? Good Lord, yes. yes. You're still doing it. Uh, I think I, uh, probably 07 or 08 is when I wrote my first column. Wrote a couple columns for the Malden News prior to that, yes. but nothing steady. And then in 07 or 08, I started writing for the Observer on a part-time basis. A couple of years later, I'd start every week. And for those who don't know, I also were there, and there are a few out there. I don't know why they don't know that I wrote write for both papers now, the Malden Advocate and the Malden Observer. I missed that. Really? Uh, yes. you, don't, do you, you don't read The Advocate? I do. Yeah, uh, you don't read my well, well, mostly when my dad was alive, he used to collect. Uh, okay. Anytime he was in it, he would get 20 His or 30. His picture was in The Advocate almost as much as uh, Mayor Christensen's. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I kid the mayor because I love him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Wrote yeah. his own press, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, it was warranted, some of it. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, your dad um, was, yeah. Yeah, okay, so both papers. Yes, both papers yeah. now. Right, uh, I write, um, I've been doing, so the Advocate's going on a couple of years now, and um, and uh, the columns used to be three, 4,000 words apiece. Uh, like my mom said, she used to read half and then take a nap and come back to the rest of it later. Yeah. But they're, they're, I've cut them down a bit to about 1,500 words where, you, you know, you won't get bored uh, midway through. And Yeah, but both papers right now. I remember the the. the- it's it's actually your your vintage your uh, what can I compare it to maybe War and Peace when you did the seventeen piece Edgeworth uh, <laughs> it lasted three years. <laughs> oh, that was infamous. <laughs> Why didn't Nathan? But there's a lot of history. A lot of history. A lot of history. Yeah. Now Nathan Lim was the editor at the time. Maybe he, because he was new. He didn't, you know, have the... He, he didn't pull you in. He didn't, he didn't pull me in. <laughs> didn't rein you in. Warren Pizza went Nathan. on for like two years. Uh, yeah. I wonder, and, and <laughs> no, no, you're, you're very, well, you're, you're, you're Malden's historian. There's no doubt about it. Um, and, um, and, and what I love about this is what, uh, and I was talking about, and I guess it wasn't your last art, uh, one you wrote, but the one before. Okay. Uh, and I actually have a, a, a copy right here. Malden Musings, Looking Back at Faulkner Manufacturing. But the thing I love 
about your writing is that it just draws in all these people. They don't even live here anymore, and they and people send them. Peter, you know, referenced yeah. you or your parents, and and then you hear from them, and mm-hmm. then they give you a story. And mm-hmm. how, how does that work? Is that how it works? Yeah, that's how it works, and especially with that where that one where Frank's daughter contacted me. Frank's daughter. Oh, well, back Facebook. that up a little bit. Frank. And Frank. Oh, okay. okay. I'm sorry. The article about Faulkner Manufacturing yes. was uh, about a, um, uh, a young young man I, I worked there with, and um, he worked, we both worked with this older gentleman, Frank Forsythe, uh, who grew up in Edgeworth in the 30s and fought in the war. And this young man, John, told me, and I related it in the article, how Frank had so matter-of-factly told him that he was... On the beaches, uh, was it um, uh, D-Day? Yeah, D-Day. D-Day. Yeah. That matter-of-factly, while they were getting coffee morning break, Al's canteen truck, matter-of-factly told them he was on the beaches, that he was manning a gun, that he was firing it so quickly and so rapidly that it was melting his skin. Unbelievable. And John was like, uh, Frank, you know, how, how did you do that? And Frank's reply is, uh, was simply, we were trained to do this. We, 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 we just, we had to do it. It was our job. It was our job, and that's what we were trained for. And basically, you didn't, you didn't think. You just reacted. That was Frank's reply. So Frank passed away a couple of years ago. His daughter, somebody sent him, him her the article, and she said, I— I was weeping, and it was such a beautiful, beautifully written article. Thank you so much for you know remembering my father. And yeah, it was, it was. I was humbled that she appreciated it so much. Yeah, and then that's how a lot of these go. I'll, I'll, I'll just throw out names and hope. Hopefully, somebody, a relative, will see it. Um, like Mike Sabelli's parents were living in Florida. They would read my article religiously online. Yep. Um, uh, people in uh, California, ex-Maldonians uh, in California, read it religiously uh, online out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But basically, that's how it goes. Somebody's relative will will see it. Uh, somebody's spouse, and because uh, I know everybody, you know, not a lot of people actually read these papers, but it's the word of mouth that I really appreciate. That you know. People thought enough to bring it to the attention of somebody, and, and he also mentioned that you did. You remember training him or the job? I, I don't. Uh, I don't remember John. <laughs> he the, told me I trained him, yeah. John DiBiase, not the John DiBiase from Everett. Right, but yeah, he told me that I trained. But there were so many in Faulkner. We had a revolving door for the employees there. They'd last a day, two days, and they'd be out. Hundreds and hundreds came through those doors yeah. in, in the couple of years that I worked there. So I don't remember him. But I worked with Frank on the line making awnings. They're now, now called Sunsetter, Sunsetter Awnings. They're huge across the country wow. once they started doing the sunsets. So, yeah, I work with Frank uh, on, the, um, uh, on, on the line doing the awnings, and uh, I became good friends with him. He used to tell me stories about gr- growing up in Edgeworth in the 30s and just amazing stuff about growing up yeah. in, a, in, in a city that – you wouldn't recognize today. You know, it was just so different back then. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I love Peter, really. Uh, first of all, uh, those of you not familiar with Peter's writings and Malden Musings, uh, this was online, but there's been another one out since then. But go on and check it out. It's just wonderful 
nostalgic stuff, and you have a, a very uh, appealing way of of of, uh, of connecting with people. And I really enjoy your writing. Thanks. Um, so check it out. Yeah. Those of you who don't know Peter Levine, yeah, you know, and 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 to to just to comment you had made earlier about you're the historian of Malden. I am one of the many in Malden. Yeah. I I take a back seat just just so this is on record. I take a back seat to guys like uh, Frankie Russell, okay, uh, yeah. Barbara oh. Tolstrup, uh, John oh. Tremendosi. Good all point. The, Good all point. those uh, yeah. historical society folks. Yes. yes. They're just amazing. They yeah, they live that's it. True. Did not mean to. Yeah, yeah. No. No. I know you didn't. Yeah. And I appreciate what you said, but uh, those people live it. Uh, I mean, it's in their it's in their blood. Yeah. A lot of things I write about, I, I I try to live it. You know, it's what I've lived. I talk about the bandstand at at Devil Park, growing up on the bandstand. That's part of history now. But I lived that, so I can speak to that. Uh, you know, Malden Square and. the Seventies and eighties, I live that so I can speak it. Um, the oldest yeah. stuff I have to rely on. You yeah, know. but that's both both of the the first hand knowledge that you have, but then the stories that uh, are given to you. Um, I try to are, put a nice twist. Uh, correct, on my, correct. My twist yeah, on and, them then, and then make them interesting. You, you must say, "Oh, this is gold when it comes in," right? I do like yeah. this one that yeah. John DiBiase yeah. sent me. Well, I got goosebumps reading that because uh, you know I, I, I uh-huh. just uh, yep. love the military, and, right? And, and, right. You know, DJ. yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I I gotta make sure Kevin Jarvis read that. Oh yeah. You know, I don't know if he did. I haven't yeah. seen him in a while, but uh, I'm gonna bring that to his attention. I I, I know he'd appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Dever Park and Bandstand, the, 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 you have many stories of uh, the executive director of uh, this organization right here, Ron, Ron, Ronnie, Mr. right? Mr. Ronnie Cox. I yeah. call him Mr. Cox. I've yeah. called him his whole life. You've signed Sign off of uh, waivers. You can't talk about certain things. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ronnie was always a, above the board. Back in the day, he was by the book. Yeah. Uh, when me and my friends used to. I did not. I never smoked marijuana. <laughs> but when they tried to sneak marijuana uh, on the camping trip, Ronnie's, no, no, you can't do that. Trying to sneak beer. No, you can't do that. You he, guys are, he held the line. You guys are I like 10, that, 11 Ron. years old. You can't do that. Right. You're, no, <laughs> you're 10. You Back can't. then it was legal when you would tend to drink beer. No, but Ronnie was a uh, like a straight shooter back then. But what a wonderful man. Can I go on for like two minutes about Ronnie? Yeah, go for it. Absolutely. I don't think enough uh-huh. people realize who Ronnie Cox is. They might see this guy. He's uh, um, he he likes to be the life of the party, and uh, you know he's 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 a, a a fun guy. But he's been he's been in Malden his whole life. He's been helping. Well, his first career, first forty years, he was helping the youth of Malden. Uh, low wages. A lot of work, long yeah. hours. Yes. Ronnie, guys like uh, Brian Cox, Peggy Stallings, Paul O'Toole, they took so much crap from the kids in Malden, all the parks, Deva Park, uh, the projects, Newland Street Projects, Green Street uh, kids. They took so, mu- so much garbage from us because we were kids. Yeah. They kept coming back. They kept coming back. They knew that. If they keep us busy and they keep coming back, they'll build a rapport with us, finally trust them, and, you know, won't go out smashing windows or doing whatever they expected us to do. But Ronnie has been a, a huge part of this city and, and, and 
um, kids growing up and mentoring and I think that's lost on a lot of people today. Yeah. Because that's not Ronnie's gig. He's at MATV now. Yeah. But in the beginning. Uma. Uma. I'm sorry. Yes. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I'm down with this Uma stuff. Urban media arts. Is that correct, Guillermo? The new. Yeah. Can't we throw Malden in there somewhere? I mean. That's just my personal wow. opinion. Huh? Just my yeah. personal opinion. <laughs> so you praise Ronnie, then you slag him at the end. Um, uh, no, well so, deserved. Yeah, no, no well, you know, yeah. And, and he really wasn't that many years older than you, correct? No. I think that's no. where... Uh, Five or six years older really than us. really can connect with kids because it was just a few years earlier that they were doing the shenanigans. He and knew everything. They, you know what I mean? He knew our next yeah. every move so, we were making. So. The, uh, the most impact uh, with kids and... Yeah, One, wonderful, trust. wonderful man. I can't say enough good yeah. things about him. I love the guy, and uh, yeah, I hope he's around I for thought, a while. You tear up about being a grandfather. You're tearing up about Ron. Like I told you earlier, <laughs> <laughs> as I get older, you know, I'm not waiting until no. uh, someone oh. passes away. Can I, can I tell you my, my story? It's a short one on how I came to that, that I'm not waiting anymore to tell people yes. how much I love them. Yes. Okay, or to acknowledge that they've, been a big part of my life. Okay, so a couple of years back, and I wrote about this. A couple of years back, yes, I'm in Stop and Shop. It's in the morning. I'm in a rush to get to work. I see Phil Longo, an old Edgeworth guy. He used to play in a band called the C Notes. Club guy, Edgeworth guy. I see him in Stop and Shop. He's at the other side of Stop and Shop. I'm in a hurry. I say to myself, ah, you know, I won't say hi to him now. I'll see him at the club uh, this Friday night. Uh, you know, I'll catch him next time. Two, three days later, he passed away. I mean, I, you could have knocked me over with a feather. I was so, so bummed out. Uh, I said, that'll never happen again. Yeah. And, you know, I've tried to, you know, make that part of my life, you know, where, you know, again, That's don't tough. wait for someone yeah. to pass. Yeah. yeah. Phil was such a wonderful person. Wonderful person. And, you know, I didn't get to, because I was in a hurry. Yeah, no. I mean, as we you get old, you can't kick yourself about something. I like know, that, but, I, I mean, know, I know. But uh, like I said, I just yeah. changed my behavior a little, and yeah. you know, I move on. So this is the softer, gentler Pete. That uh, this isn't the one that you used to know on the basketball court. Not, uh, the blue star. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were an animal on the basketball court. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you were always a sweetheart underneath, of course, yes, of course. Um, but yeah, as we get older, we get a little more melancholy, nostalgia. Yep. We realize that. Uh, all you really have, folks, is the is today, the present moment, right? So true, uh, Mike. Tomorrow, yeah. uh, yesterday's gone. Tomorrow mm-hmm. is not promised to anyone. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I was going to get through this. Uh, no, good, <laughs> good stuff. But back to this, your style of writing, the way you write, and I joke about some of the lengths of these <laughs> pieces, um, but they're interesting. They're riveting, and uh, you've said you've. Kind of started editing yourself a little bit, shorten them down. But I wonder, uh, as we, as we, if I can try to segue into Columbo here, yeah. you use uh, a little technique, a little trick that uh, goes back to Columbo, which he used, which is, um, you know, the the uh, the false alarm exit, where you think you're leaving, and then he <laughs> the turns around and comes exit. back and says just one more thing, and you yes. reference that as uh, yeah, the iconic Columbo. Uh, did you always do that? I use that as my closing line on my Mulder Musings article. I, I started doing that eight, nine years ago when I <clears throat> when I became hooked on Columbo about eight, nine, ten years ago. I got hooked on him. I watched a little years earlier. Yeah. 
But uh, MeTV started showing them years a few years ago. Yeah. And that's when I became not so much the when he came back in the uh, late 80s. Yeah, but don't, don't be so 80s? down on that period. I'm but, not yeah, because um, I saw a wonderful one the other night with him and William Shatner. Well-written stuff. Well-written. Yeah. Well-written. It's just hard for me to see. Yeah. Well, he, he kind of became grandpa-ish. Yes, he, he did. Was, he was – this was – you know, when they came back, it was 15, 15, 20 years later, I believe. I mean, I think 89 he came back. Um, they yeah, ended, right. right the first run was uh, 70 or 78 or something like that. 78, yeah. And uh, so he came back 10, 11 years later right. and, then, and then went. Um, right. Of course, I think they did like one a year, like the TV special of yes. the year or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, um, but, I, but I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy yeah, those too. No, I, I enjoy the early ones more than I do the later ones, but the later ones also are a trip because I'm used to the early ones, which started in 68. That was the pilot, and it ended in, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, 71. And then the uh, last one was 78. So I'm used to seeing a, a young Peter Falk working through his cases in a world that's still in the 60s and, you know, in the early 70s. 70s. Yeah. Then you, we get to him later on when he did the, when he came back in 89, everything's updated. It's, it's, it's present. Right. People have, people are beginning to have cell phones and right. uh, they talk about risque type of subjects, which they didn't earlier because they couldn't get away with it. Sure. 71. So it's a different dynamic, I think, which it I is. do enjoy. It is. Well, uh, and that's what – because now he's an old he's, – he's older and he's, you know, he's dealing in this young world and sometimes right. he's going to these clubs and, yeah. and, and, and you know, there's a, a humor, humorous element yes. to it yeah. as well. But you mentioned Shatner. Yes. I mean, the, the list of stars that appeared on this show uh, is endless. I love it. It's yeah. endless. Uh, Shatner endless. did a couple. Cup, couple. Um, he had his favorites. Like uh, Robert Culp was Robert Culp three or was four awesome. episodes. Yeah. Uh, Robert Vaughn. Dick Van Dyke did Dick a Van Dyke. Awesome he one. did a great one. That was a classic. Um, uh, Ray Milland. Yes. Love Ray Milland. Yes. Um, Jack Cassidy. Jack Cassidy. He was like in three or four of them. He was. I, he was such a villain. So smug. Oh, he was so, so, <laughs> didn't you hate him? He Sign was, of a great actor, yeah, right? Yeah. When you say Shatner, Leonard Nimoy also did one. Leonard Nimoy. I think, the, and, and, yep. and people don't know uh, a, a, a young man in his 20s directed, I don't know if it was the first episode, but it was the first season, uh, Spielberg. Pilot. He, he did the pilot. He did the Murder pilot by the book. 68. That's right. That's right. Well, I, I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know not. that. One. Um, probably not. Uh, no. Nick Colasantis uh, directed some who was c- coach on Cheers, oh, I no, believe. No kidding. I believe so. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right. 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 Yes. Double check. Do you that. know who he was? That's not. Is you that know. Him? Do you know. Remember coach from yeah, Cheers? Yeah. 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 Okay. I think he was, I think he was f- friends with Peter Fox. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. There's just. Uh, and of course. I, actually, it's my favorite all-time episode. I don't know if it is. I know you love it, but Johnny Cash. Boom. Swan song. Swan song. Yes. He does uh, Sunday morning coming down maybe twice in that. You know, the song, song uh, uh, yes. Sunday morning coming down? That's yeah. Really uh, favorite episode. Shine the Light. Uh, there's a song. Does Shine the Light. Uh, is that the uh, yeah. name of the song? Uh, no. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. So good. And, and he's play, essentially playing him. Well, he wasn't a murderer, Johnny Cash, but I mean, he's playing <laughs> a, a, himself. Uh, he played himself. He was <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. Idle Lapino. 
Yes. Played his wife. Yes. Ida Lupino. Unbelievable. She, she was an amazing woman. Director, actress. She yeah. was amazing. But yeah, my and, favorite episode yeah. by far. And so I think, so Me TV does the, I know they switched because Cozy TV was doing the, the later edition, okay. the 80s and 90s, on Saturday nights. Okay. And Sunday me nights. T- me, yeah, it's a staple for me, Sunday right. night. Same here. Same here. Uh, it's a staple because uh, I watch a lot of TV on YouTube TV. I watch a lot of old shows, but you cannot uh, you cannot view the Columbo episode in its entirety, the full length. You can yeah. only view clips. There's probably something to do with the licensing where you can't watch the whole episode. They'll just show you short parts of it. Yeah. So I, it's you know, it's you, you have to catch me TV on Sunday night or. Uh, cozy on uh, Saturday in order to watch a full episode. Right, right. And if correct me if I'm wrong, it wasn't actually it, it wasn't like your regular show that played every week. It was it was like for a while in a rotation of you know murder, right. uh, yeah, murder uh, mystery, NBC it? murder yeah. mystery, NBC murder uh, mystery, and it wouldn't be on every week. And then um, yeah, I think it just gained. That's right. It became so popular. So let me let me quiz you. What were the shows it rotated with? Um, are, are you familiar with the shows? I, I'm, uh, okay, uh, I'm not. All right, so it rotated with McLeod, uh, Dennis Weaver. Okay, wow. it rotated with McMillan and Wife with Rock Hudson, and it rotated with another show that I had never heard of until about six months ago called Heck Ramsey. You probably had never heard of, never uh, heard of it. It it starred Richard Boone. Only lasted like twelve episodes. He's a. It's in 1903, Oklahoma, and he's a uh, deputy sheriff right under the sheriff, and he uses today's technology to solve cases back then. Primitive, you know, uh, back then, uh, the uh, bullet, he'd look at the bullets. Yeah, uh, yeah. He'd, uh, um, stuff that they're using today. He was invented, I guess it started being in use in 1903, the turn of the century. And he'd use it to solve cases back then, which added a nice way. Because you've never seen a Western where a deputy is solving cases by, you know, uh, looking under a microscope. He was looking under a microscope. Right, right. Fascinating take right. on the old West in 1903. It was only like 12 episodes, which I is unfortunate. I did not know that. Yeah, and you're Richard bringing Boone. some good stuff to you oh, tonight, Thank, you, thank you very Bean. much. Uh, yeah, and I just love Richard Boone. Um, you know, I, I'm not. Are you familiar? I'm with not him familiar. No. Have Gone Will Travel. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. The Richard Boone Show, which was a groundbreaking show that uh, was in the early '60s. They used a. It was a series. They used a cast of, I believe, thirteen. Same cast every week, and they rotated. So, like one week. Richard Boone would be the star. Next week, he would have two minutes on. Oh, yeah. I see. Harry Morgan was part of Harry Morgan, who was on MASH, uh, who was the... Um, um, oh, the Colonel. Colonel. Uh, yeah. 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 He was a regular. Yeah. So well, he was Dragnet, too. He was Dragnet yeah. also. Yes. Yeah. Started many movies, too. Yeah. He was also part of that. And, you know, one week he'd be the, you know, the leading man. Next week he'd be just one of the bad guys. So it was interesting, the first show to do that, to use a rotating, rotating. And Richard Boone, uh, I guess, was the creator of that show. I just love him. Just a, and then Columbo just get, started gaining popularity, the character. Yes, and, and, and yeah, just like uh, it, it warranted, I guess, its own slot. Well, you know what? Um, 
just doing a little bit of research on this, but one of the uh, uh, attractive things about the show and unique things about the show at the time, when you went, you know, at least in television, you watched a mystery, a whodunit. The whole point of watching whodunit is the audience trying to figure out who's, you know, along, who did it, and you find out at the end. But in Columbo, they show you Right. The murder at the beginning. Right, yes. So you know who did it, and then you watch how Columbo pieces <laughs> I it love it. together. Yes, exactly. Is, Brilliant know. idea. Huh? Brilliant idea. Incredible. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Love yeah. that. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you mentioned the, when, he did, when he did come back and he was older, and there's new technology. You say that you started seeing cell phones and things like that. He was still, you know, looking for his kind of paper. <laughs> yes. And you yeah. know, he was the same character that he was in the 70s. Same character. Didn't, exactly. And it, and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was his own wardrobe. That was his own clothes that he wore. Uh, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. 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 I, I read. The, I think he got the, the raincoat for 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah. um, he's, he's, I uh, watched an interview with him. And um, he said, you know, I, I just I felt comfortable. Uh, there was a pair of shoes that I love to wear, and I, w- I wore that, and he had a rumpled brown suit. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he, smoked, he smoked right till, I think, till he, he died, smoked cigarettes, but he added the cigar right, okay. um, a, as a touch. But um, the other thing I was reading about, um, <clears throat> another dynamic to the show, I guess you would call it, was most of the crimes were done by the the uh, the rich or the affluent and the powerful right and um it was intentional that they were uh, had that status and and he was the you know the simple everyday man that right the that everyday man the right. elegant blue collar guy yeah which right. was uh right designed and it yes. just uh, it was great uh, yeah and him uh you know infiltrating high society Going into these right, these, these right, and and and, and so they would and parties. they would underrate him, right, uh, as this simpleton, right, a little bit. But then you know they would catch on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I saw a, a great one recently, the one with Jackie Coogan when he's uh, running for a Senate seat. Oh yeah, and the when uh, uh, Colombo figured it all out at the end, the money shot where Jackie Coogan is just listening to. Uh, Columbo explained to him how I Yeah, he just explains how he gets him at the end. Awesome. I love the expressions. Jackie Coogan's expression was uh, priceless. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I think Sunday night, um, his name escapes me now. Who's the Green Acres guy? Uh, Eddie Albert. Uh, Eddie Albert uh, and know, Suzanne Plachette. I love that one. Oh, I, that's a great one. I started watching it. Yeah. I watched like a half hour. I've seen it like 20 times. So I switched over to, uh, uh, I forget what I switched over to. But yes, that was on that night. <laughs> that was great another one. great Eddie one. Albert. Green Acres. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Yeah. He, he, go ahead. Go ahead. That was a, those shows, I didn't watch a lot of them during the time. I was young. I was out. You know, and uh, enjoying myself. I, I, I'm enjoying going back and watching them now. Um, shows like uh, Long Street, Blind. Ooh, not familiar with Blind, that. Yeah, Blind Detective. Uh, what's his name? Famous, handsome man. Uh, Richard, Cham- Richard Chamberlain? I don't know if it's Richard Chamberlain. Uh, Blind uh, Insurance uh, Investigator. Wow. Lives in New Orleans. Yeah, he has a, uh, a secretary slash um, a helper. Um, it's a wonderful show. Uh, Quincy, medical examiner. 
Love Quincy. Oh, I love oh, yeah. Jack Klugman. Yeah. Klugman. Was yeah. he in any Columbos? Is he? Uh, maybe that's I a name don't that think so. No, he no, he okay. was in everything else. I know. He Every, was. Twilight he was. Zone, right? yeah. everything else. Oh, yeah. Uh, Canon. I'm on a big Canon kick oh, right now. Really? Yeah, because I just uh, I just love William Conrad. Yeah. He's just uh, just just a fabulous voice and a yeah. fabulous presence. And You uh, like the Rockford Files? I wasn't a big Rockford file. You know, I like James Gunn. I liked him in uh, Maverick. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just wasn't crazy about the Rockford files. Yeah. There's something about it that I just never, uh, never uh, caught on. Kojak. Yeah. Love Kojak. Telly. Yeah, Yeah, Telly Savalas. Yeah. I remember in the uh, late 70s, I was reading uh, the New York papers at the time, and uh, there was this big article. I ticked off. Telly Savalas with his girlfriend coming off a plane, and the headline of the article was Telly Savalas. Uh, um, uh, well, the, the gist of it was Led Zeppelin. The guys from Led Zeppelin were also on the plane. They were making a big ruckus, getting drunk or whatever they were doing, you know, getting rowdy. And Telly Savalas like got in their face and told them to calm down. <laughs> Yeah, and it was like him walking off in a huff. Uh, Led Zeppelin hassles Telly Savalas, something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it was a really cool article. He was a he was he was a tough guy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, another one that was in everything. Yeah, the, all the Twilight, a couple of Twilight Zones. Uh, yeah, all those movies where Dirty put, Dozen, one Dirty Dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's another great one. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're you're revisiting all these in the yes yeah. during the COVID crisis. Oh, yeah. I I not it's all about binge watching now. Isn't exactly. It? Yeah. Exactly. Nothing more than I like sitting on a recliner, binge watching Canon and and uh, the old Dick Powell uh, Playhouse shows from the from the early '60s and the Twilight Zones and and, and all that great stuff. And yeah, yeah. I mean, see, we have to keep ourselves occupied. But the bad thing, I envision myself doing this well into the future, even when this when this is over. That's the bad thing about this. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, some some folks, uh, you know, uh, if you look at it, did, did it create some uh, some habits that you yeah, we, uh, might not want to right. keep? <laughs> right. <laughs> when we come out of the pandemic. You know, I just yeah. kind of like laying around. Right. You know? Yeah, I've been I'm doing it for TV, a year uh, now. Right. Zoom I, I can't stand, uh, the, I really can't stand the virtual aspect of it all and the Zoom we're people. We need to be with each other. We do. Right? We Human do. beings. For the first three, four months uh, on Friday nights when the pandemic hit, uh, we'd get together, me, uh, all the guys that used to go down to the club on Friday nights, me, Joe, Sonny, Greg, uh, uh, Jimmy Cahill. It was like five, six. We'd do the Zoom thing. Yeah. You okay. would? Yeah, yeah. We all did the Zoom thing. There was like seven, eight of us at a time. We just had a black Tommy's time for about you know two, three months, and then- I need people. I need I to know. see somebody. I need the interaction. I mean, you know, it had to be done. And, and right. You know. Right. Yeah. Work I mean, and yeah. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, it's it's um, it's awful. I yeah. hope we're headed out in the light you, at the you, end of the tunnel. You, you see us. You see light. You see sunlight right now. Oh, right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. You and I are yeah. vaccinated. Right. Yes. People are getting vaccinated out there, and and I think uh, it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, hopefully. Uh, you know, they're starting to put put folks in the arenas and Fenway Park's got a few thousand people. Yeah. And so, it's, it's, so uh yeah, let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah, and you know, and I see in Malden Square, I see you O'Neill's uh 
setting up their little outside yes. uh, space. Yeah. Um, three amigos doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, and, and oh, man, these restaurants took, uh, so many people took a hit, and there's so many aspects Horrible. of this. Uh, certainly the loss of life tops it all. But uh, the restaurant business uh, lost so much. But I think one thing some of them found, and I was talking or, or actually seen some interviews of, of restaurant owners who are saying, one thing I did discover is this, this outdoor dining that I, they uh-huh. weren't doing before that they're yes. now going to continue. Yeah. So yeah, and, one, and, one bright light. Right. And, and, and I know uh, I think the city of Malden has uh, waived any type of, uh, you know, if you have a need a permit or the city of Boston has. I guess you need a special permit for outdoor dining. Yeah. So they're waiving that. Yeah. So they let the, you know. Yeah. So I, I hope that continues. Cut through the red uh, tape. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, last uh, summer we sat outside in North End, had a coffee at Marden, and it was wonderful to be sitting on Hanover Street like that. I hope they continue that. I hope, I hope all of Malden Square. It's it's just a good feeling to be it out. Is. And, it you is. Know, and it is. If it helps the restaurants. I know. Then, you know. Uh, yeah, good stuff. We're getting there. We're gonna get there. Yeah, yeah. Back to back yeah. to Colombo. Let me quiz you. Go ahead. Never ever was his first name mentioned. Frank, son of a. His name was Frank. Never Lieutenant mentioned. Frank Colombo. It was never mentioned. Right. right. It was uh, never what said. was it? Right. It was never said. I don't know if it was on a card or something. Yeah, on like uh, you saw a shot of his badge or something yes. like that. Something like that. Something yeah, like that. yeah. But it was never yeah. named. And his wife was never seen. Or, or, but, but he was referenced her constantly. I love that. Um, funny thing, I saw him in an interview talking about that. They say some say there really was no uh, Mrs. Columbo. That you, this, you just used it as a story. He goes, and no, he goes, no, I, I believe Columbo really had. There was a Mrs. Columbo. He loved his wife and this and that. He goes, now all the relatives that I've uh, that he accumulated <laughs> over the years, I can't, I can't, can't say those were were real. Uh huh. But he said. Um, you know, he, he always, he, he explained it as he couldn't appear t- too smart to, to his adversary. So instead of saying he discovered a clue, he said, you know, I got this nephew, you know, uh, and yeah. uh, this nephew was looking at uh, some, some toy soldiers. And, right. you know, and he would always reveal uh, it brother in that way. And then the next time it was brother-in-law and his right. niece. And he, he said he just, it just kept building and uh-huh. building and building. That's and so he has hundreds and hundreds of relatives. <laughs> yeah. But it was um, yeah, a yeah. technique that he used. It is a great technique. Yeah. Um, the uh, did you know that his second his second wife in real life was uh, was in quite a few uh, Columbo episodes. I, I just learned that. Okay. I didn't know that. I, I I heard that years ago. Yeah, I didn't know who it was. I finally saw who it was recently. Shira. Cher or Sherry or something oh, okay. like that. Yeah, very attractive woman. She'd have, uh, you know, she'd have good parts. Um, the end of his life is is kind of tragic. She played a part in that. Uh, I don't know if you familiar a little bit. Okay, a little yeah. bit. In yeah. in, ter- in terms of that, I just want to say I think I think the last Columbo they did was in '03, but then there was talk and actually a script written in '07 that was yeah. being shopped around. Is that? Correct, or yes, that he was thinking about exactly. doing, and um, and 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 I think by '09 he had he had gotten sick. D- didn't even remember being uh, in Colombo at that point. Yeah, very yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, um, and you know it was just tragic the way his, I guess his his kids is, you know, were were kept out of the loop. I guess his wife, you know, Sherry or whatever her name was. Yeah, and they actually passed a law 
that that cannot happen ever again. Because of that? Because of that. Oh. It's called the, the Falk, the Peter Falk Law or oh, something like wow. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. 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 Well, Little thanks Peter for Falk. bringing us down that sad uh, road. <laughs> I watched an episode <laughs> to bring us back right. up again. Bring us back. Bring us back out of the <laughs> To bring us road. back up again. He's a brilliant Brilliant actor. I saw him in an episode of... I'm glad you brought that up. This is a show called The Dick Powell Playhouse that was in the late 50s into early 60s. Yeah. And he played a truck driver bringing his load of tomatoes from from El Paso, Texas, up to his home in Cincinnati. And on the way, picks up a pregnant woman who hitchhiking. And the episode revolves around that, trying to get her to a hospital before she has a child. But he was just so brilliant in this. Yeah. You know, just so convincing that he was a, you know, a, a, a caring, a, he was exasperated at the situation he was in. And he was angry, but he also cared about this woman and her unborn child that he was going to get her to a hospital. Just a brilliant performance. He was. Yeah. 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 That was. Yeah. yeah. So underrated. Well, he was nominated twice. I'm actually just reading okay. some notes down here. Uh, nominated for the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for Mur- for Murder Inc. Yes. 1960, Good movie. and Pocket Full of Miracles 1961, which mm-hmm. I think was Frank Capra's last. Was it one? Well, that's a that was a that was a TV. I may be mistaken. That was a TV show. The Academy Awards for Murder Inc. And that's you're talking about and Pocket Sa- Full of Miracles 61. That- and won his first Emmy in 62 for the Dick Powell Theater. Okay, there you go. So yeah. it's the first time anybody's ever won an, an Academy Award or, and an Emmy. So he was the first person to do it. Okay, so it was the next year. Okay. And that was for the Dick Powell Playhouse? That's what it says, w- yeah. W- was that for the episode that I saw? It just says, um, well, the Emmy Award in 62 for the Dick Powell Theater. So, yeah, might I don't know. the episode I saw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's something to look up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he was... Uh, he was a accomplished. He was a skilled. Yes, he was actor. Uh, how about the Dean Martin roast that he did? He roasted. A, was it Frank? I got to go back and watch it. It might have been Frank. Did, Sinatra did he roast? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He come out as Columbo and roasted. Yeah, yeah. Frank. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, so funny. Yeah. And uh, you see Johnny Carson sitting like right here, and he's up. just riffing. You know, just he's, riffing. Uh, right. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. Although he does look down at one point and say something like, uh, figures, uh, the teleprompter uh, go, uh, goes on the blank when I'm up here. <laughs> I think it was him. Or maybe it was Don Rickles who said that. Yeah. But you notice they're smoking and stuff? Yeah. Well, it was a different era. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Um, great yeah. era. Yeah. Isn't great era. great that you could, just, you could just go online and just see? You know what I've been doing? Uh, yeah. Guess everybody's got their binge uh, stuff that they've done during the pandemic, and I've done some shows. I got into Shit's Creek, like I, I never Shit's Creek with um, Eugene Levy. You can use uh, uh, profanity S- on M A T U L S C H I T T. Okay, this is the first time okay. hearing this show. Okay, so I can. Uh, well, he had trouble trying to sell it. They said you can't. We can't okay. use that. But he's like, it's the guy's name. Uh huh. You know. Okay. And, um, Chris Elliott, whose name in the, the show is Roland Shit. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Serious? Guillermo, I'm good, right? This is true <laughs> stuff. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was my, that was my, uh, 
latest thing that I just uh, finished the six years. Brilliant, uh-huh. brilliant uh-huh. show. It's, win- it's winning, uh, you know, yeah. awards up and down, Golden Globes and Emmys. And, uh, uh-huh. Um, so you'd love it. So you're going with the newer shows. Uh, yeah, well, catch up. But 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 before I lose my train of thought, right. I've been going back and watching okay. fights. I've uh, been watching yeah. fights from the 40s and 50s. And of course, you know, I, I'm a huge Ali fan. But yeah, um, and the welterweights and Marciano uh, yeah. in the 50s and and Joe Lewis in the 40s and all this footage and stuff is there. And I'm just. I'm like, what do I want to watch tonight? And I, right. I'll go back and watch an old uh, fight. And, are you doing YouTube TV? Is uh, that how you're I'm not doing YouTube stuff? TV. I'm just, uh, okay. I'm just going. You can get the full fight still. On what? What do you, you go on YouTube? And, and oh yeah, and, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm YouTube. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't have a subscription to YouTube. I thought oh, okay. That's what you mean. Yeah, because my uh, TV, my package. I have. I can watch YouTube on my TV. That's oh, where I okay. get my stuff. Oh no, no. Just no. Uh, I just go online and, and oh, look up okay. the fights. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't but I just did I get the ten minute sign there? Oh my god. What ten minutes left? Ten minutes, yeah. Serious? We're flying here, Peter Levine. Yeah, like we can, old, can we can we can we can we go another hour? I, we got a, we got a lot more got, stuff to catch got, up on. You, you're like uh, yeah, the yeah, mayor. The mayor has a little <laughs> the mayor's got Gary, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he always comes prepared. What else you got, my friend? I was just gonna comment on yeah, you're doing the new the fights shows. And the yeah, new shows. Uh, yeah. And and I try to uh, um, Ronnie Hogan, uh, director of Pocket Department, where I work now, he yeah. suggested watching. Uh, what's the show with the fixer there? Uh, it was MacGyver. No, no, oh. it's it's a oh. show now. Oh, uh, oh, the guy's the fixer. He fixes everything. Not familiar with that. With the uh, good <laughs> lord, I'm of no help, and I'm the host. <laughs> wow, uh, the a, fixer is it he, on network a, TV? He's a fixer. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, he's the. F- like a yeah, fixer, he fixed things, and fixes he, things for problems. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good lord, I don't know. Can't remember yeah. the name. That's good that you brought okay. it up. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I was strong. trying to. It's our motto here at O two one four eight. I was trying to make a point, so I made it through the first six episodes. The seventh episode, it was this episode where all the family was together, and the dysfunctional family and the dysfunctional father, played by John Voight, and it just. I mean, I was. It hit too close to home, not that my family is yeah. dysfunctional. Right. A lot of people's families are dysfunctional that I know just like this. Yes. And it's too true to life to a lot of people I know. Yes. And I, w- I need escapist entertainment, I say to myself. Yeah. So I hit YouTube TV, and I'm back. I'm watching Quincy. I'm watching um, uh, all those, uh, yeah. all those uh, sci-fi uh, yeah. shows from the, from the 60s. And yeah. I need to escape to the past. So that's what I've been doing, canon episodes that I've never seen before because I was out hanging around the bandstand down Denver Park till all hours of the night. Yeah. So I'm doing that now, staying away from all the new stuff. Although there's a lot of great stuff there these days. There a is. lot of great stuff. Yeah. Um it's it that's the great thing you can go you can go back and you're like wow i never you know i started uh-huh. getting into dragnet a little bit dragnet. i never got yeah it's another it's, good it's, one you know my god yep uh, and in the earlier dragnets before harry morgan there was another guy oh i wasn't was aware a, of that great yeah. uh adam 12 adam 12 you can't beat adam 12 yeah so naive you yeah. know it was such a different time you know in in writing well scripts. that's the other thing you know, you look and you and you immediately because you know the uh, the climate of the culture today. Yeah, unfortunately, sometimes. Right. But you look like, oh, you can get away with that. But right. yet, I'm, but I'm laughing. It's funny. And, yes. Uh, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of a yeah. 
strange feeling you get these days going back and you're like, yeah, it's no, different it's times. You don't and, recognize right. this from today. I mean, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I love today's cop shows, you know, the uh, Law and Order. Oh, yeah, and yeah. This. I love that, that stuff. stuff. But, yep. uh, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just, like I said. I, still, I got to watch a little Hogan's Heroes once Hogan's or twice a, a night, uh, yeah. a week. No, no, right, yeah. Uh, you, you I like those. Uh, you need that escape. That's you should go to the Westons, the 50s and 60s Westons. There's so many good Westons. Early Gunsmoke, um, uh, Have Gun Will Travel. Uh, there's just so many. Of oh, them. yeah. Just, yeah. You're yeah. Bonanza guy? Uh, uh, you know, not so much. I, yeah, I growing up, of course, but I, you know, you see them all. There's so many westerns that I've never seen. There was a western. You know, Audie Murphy starred in a western right. series. No, Audie Murphy. You know, Audie Murphy. Yes, the Audie Murphy starred. Uh, he was a uh, policeman in 1867 Denver, Colorado. A policeman. They weren't called sheriffs. He was a policeman. Fabulous. Wow. Oh, wow. Fabulous. Yeah. 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 Randy show. Griffith guy, too? Yeah. 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 Barney well, Fife, probably one of the most Barney iconic uh, comedic <laughs> Funny figures. son of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Funny son oh, of Don a gun. Knotts. Oh. I just like every scene he stole. Oh, my God. Uh, unless, so uh, funny. Unless Hal Smith, Otis, Otis, the Otis Trump. was there. Yeah. Yeah. They had great characters. Oh, great uh, characters. What's uh, Floyd? I mean, I just love Floyd. I love Tremendous. that actor. Um, oh. Again, it escapes me. I, I know, know him. I know. Like my brother. And he's he's just... Uh, I, I love those Floyd scenes, too. You know, he just he gets about two minutes, that... three minutes in a show. And he just, <laughs> just steals everything. He steals them. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, fantastic show that was. Uh, Don Knotts, of course, went on. Well, he did a lot of stuff, but, but came back with Three's Company <laughs> as Mr. <laughs> yeah. Furley character, which was... Again, stole the yeah stole the he scenes. did, but I just couldn't watch it. You couldn't do that. I couldn't. I just. Uh, was, I, I mean, I just remember Barney. Barney. Yeah. yeah, I just missed that. That uh, Don Knotts. Yeah. Before we lose our whole audience. Yes. Yes. Well, there's no one thirty or under watching it. <laughs> oh, they've left a yeah. long time. They might ago. not even started. I just want to, you know, uh, just say, you know, I, that I just love living in Malden. In 2021, I uh, love what they did to the square. Love how it looks. Yeah, like I've written in my column many times. You know, I love the potential of Malden Square. Absolutely. And, you know, and um, you know what? Uh, what this whole bringing down the city the, hall the gateway did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's tremendous. It's just. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a showpiece that area right there. Yep. And once things get going, once things get hopping, once this is over, I mean, we'll get music down there, and you know, it'll be a really, really exciting happening place. Oh, it's and, coming back. Yeah, it's, it's right, right now it already is. You walk down here on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night, and Saturday night, it always it already is. So yeah, I'm really excited about Malden Good. these days. Glad yeah. you said that. Before I forget, I can't believe I've I've had you on 56, 57 minutes mm-hmm. and have not asked about St. Rocco's. Oh yes, St. Rocco. I will be. Are we coming back? Not this year. So it'll be the second year that we. Second year. We had such a great 90th two years ago. Yes. Yeah. The momentum. I mean, everybody was just talking. It was a buzz going on about how much fun people had. We did well. The weather was was fabulous. And last year, of course, we couldn't have it. And they made a decision. I guess they're going by 
the North End feasts. I think that's what they're, you know, gauging this by. There's no feast okay. there. Yeah. So there's not going to be yeah. feast here. Yeah. So, yeah. That's too bad. Two without the St. Rocco feast is just just really I know. stunning that there isn't. I mean, I went 50-some-odd years. That's what I did in August. I know. Just a I whole, know. a lot of people. Just think of that first one, though, when you come back. I'll It'll be a great it. one. Yeah. It'll be a great one. People will really be, you know, psyched to. Uh, uh, and what about the summer concerts? Is there any word on that? I haven't heard yeah. anything. No one's contacted me yet. I, 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 I don't see why something like that, if we do it, um, you know, socially distanced, couldn't happen. Uh, there's a great space right here, Michael, at City Hall. Oh, my God, yeah. You know that space with the uh, fountain that they saved? Right there, that will be a wonderful spot. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I doubt it'll happen because it's even if you plan on socially distance, it's not something you control because yes. it's outside. You know what I mean? You couldn't control the people coming in. So you you could get a mob scene, and I guess that's why I didn't do St. Rocco's. If it was in a controlled environment, it would be different. So, yeah. And before we leave tonight, I'd love I want to thank Dave Hool for uh, giving you a little advice. Give me a little advice, yes. reminding me to speak close to the mic. Yeah, I, you you well you'll hear uh, the criticism. Oh, uh, will I? Or, or forget about it. Well, I think you did well. You stayed close. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. The last time I was on, I think it was the... You know, five the, years uh, ago? Five years ago. Uh, they had it on down the club, and boy, oh boy, there's some harsh critics down there. Yeah. Oy vey. Those guys. Yeah. Ruthless. Was, Ruthless. I, I stayed away from the club. <laughs> <laughs> After that. After that episode. <laughs> Yeah. You are those, always, those are your closest friends. Right? Yes, and they're my best friends. Yeah, they're right. your best friends. No, no, they're I'm not talking about strangers. Toughest critics. Toughest critics. Toughest critics. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Peter Levine, it's been a pleasure. It's uh, great to have you on. Uh, if I, I, again, your, your Malden music, please check it out. It's just uh, great writing. I enjoy reading you every week. Uh, even if I miss, I go back and try to catch yeah. up. Um, uh, especially in your sharing things with your family, your, the, 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 your life has changed in being a grandfather and yeah. the new softer Peter Levine, which yeah, uh, we all can uh, get used to. Softer in more ways than one, but yeah. we won't go into that on the, uh, on the, on the air. What's coming up? You got the next article? Uh, yeah, I got it, I got it ready. Yeah. I got it's going to go over tomorrow. Everybody's going to love it. Uh, I I I have actually it's a Saint little Saint Rocco piece from that I talk about the Saint Rocco 1982 and the the mystery of the sawed down grease pole. Oh, that's yes. going to be great. It will be fun. That's going to be, be good. it'll be okay. a fun read. Yes. Looking forward to that. Peter Levine, thank you so much for coming back in the return show for 02148. Michael. Uh, My dear friend, sorry to interrupt. Thank you, and I love you dearly. There you go. I love you too, man. <laughs> there you go. Peter, thank you for coming on. You're it's welcome. been a pleasure, thank and it you. won't be five years till we have you back. <laughs> I promise you. Thanks, folks. That's our show for tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, we talked about uh, earlier, um, and Peter uh taught us a little bit tonight to live in the moment. All we have is today, and I'll leave it to uh, the iconic Peter Falk, who simply said, I'm just looking to get through the day. Uh, Aren't we all? Good night, Malden. God bless. See you next month. Awesome.